0: We don't play the social game. We are social.
1: Power 98.5.
0: Hi, this is Dan Aykroyd. He's progressive. He's beautiful. He's thoughtful. He's intelligent. He's powerful. He's positive. He is Stephen Cuoco on Power 98.5 Satellite Radio. You're listening to Power 98.5, powered by United Angels Dream,
1: your number one resource for public relations, entertainment, and multimedia. Contact them today at UnitedAngelsDream.com. Prepare yourself. Okay, let's go.
0: Listeners from the
1: US to the UK live on air with Stephen Cuoco. Good afternoon, everyone. Thank you for joining. Mr. Cody Law and I, today here on Power 98.5, live on air with Stephen Cuoco. Good afternoon, Cody.
0: How's it going, Stephen?
1: I've got no complaints. You're here with me on this awesome East Coast afternoon. Awesome. How's the weather where you are? I know you're in PA right now.
0: Yeah, I'm in Pittsburgh right now. It's uh, 65 degrees, beautiful out we've
1: got that over here and once this interview's done and I get a couple things uh completed I'm looking forward to finally getting the opportunity to wash my car <laughs> oh man
0: that sounds great
1: so I've got to start <laughs> off by saying congratulations on your recent signing with Bellator how have you been feeling about that
0: um I feel good it's a really good opportunity for me I've already got one fight in we're looking to get another one in soon so uh you know, it's just we're getting the ball rolling. I'm I'm very happy with it.
1: Your background originally uh or career field was wrestling. Right. What changed between wrestling and what was the the pivotable point that led to Bellator?
0: Well, I mean wrestling uh wrestling doesn't have as much of uh an outlet post college as fighting does. I always wanted to fight too. So it was kind of just a no brainer. Like uh, you finish college for me. The only, the only r- really direction to go after you finish college wrestling is to go on to, uh, you know, world championships and Olympics and stuff like that. Um, and I just want to get right into fighting. So jumped right into fighting. And, and then two years after two years of training MMA, since I graduated college, uh, we signed with Bellator and now we're here.
1: You're in a featherweight division. Yeah. 145. You have one win under your belt. Yep. You made a reference that and I want to I want to I don't want to paraphrase here. In one of your recent interviews, you said that your first fight felt like it was practice. Yeah. It was I mean, it was that effortless for you.
0: Um yeah, I just think everything went right. You know, I didn't have any nerves. Um, the weight cut went really well. Um, there's no fans. So it literally did feel like practice, you know, in practice, it's sparring, There's a little bit of background noise, some other people in the gym and stuff, but it's for the most part, you hear, you hear your feet stomping on the canvas. You hear the shots landing, you hear your coaches. And that was the same way it felt, uh, in the Bellator cage last Thursday night, same situation, you know, pretty quiet. You can hear the coaches, you hear, you hear the feet moving around. And so it was, just like practice for me, just like another sparring session.
1: Do fans really make a difference for you specifically when it comes to your performance and delivery?
0: No, no, I think, uh, there's, there's a, there's a different energy when there's fans. Um, I like, I have not fought in front of a huge, huge crowd yet, but, um, I fought in some, in some, in front of some small crowds when I was an amateur and, uh, no, I don't really pay attention to that stuff. I think, if anything, it would affect me after the fight, after the win, you know what I mean? As soon as I you finish the guy, maybe a little bit more pumped up, the crowd's cheering, you know, you see your, you see your family, your people. But performance-wise, it doesn't make a difference.
1: So you're 145. I take it that mm-hmm. that's not going to always be the weight that you're going to stay at. You plan on going to, you know, a higher weight, correct?
0: Yeah, over time, I think. Uh, I'm only 25 years old as I grow and, you know, get bigger. I think I'll go up to 155 in the future. But right now, 145 is not hard. So it makes more sense to stay at 145 while I'm younger. It's easy.
1: I'm going to tell you, photos are deceiving. I uh, would not have thought you were 145 and 5'8. <laughs> in, in your photos, you look like you're about six foot, six foot one, about 175.
0: That's good. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe not. Maybe not.
1: Oh. Would would you even would you still fight if you were about six foot six one and one seventy five?
0: One hundred percent, I would fight no matter what. Oh. <laughs> I I always want to fight. I love fighting.
1: I want to give a shout out to your mom, Crystal, and I'm going to say she has got to be one of the most incredible uh, moms out there in the world because you cannot miss her and the. Uh, the support and a support system that you have with, uh, with your mom, Crystal.
0: Yeah, she's the best. I mean, she's been, she's been my number one fan since I was a kid, since before I was anything before I was athletic or, uh, could do anything when I was just a clumsy little kid, not, not starting, you know, playing peewee football. Um, she always had my back and she's always supported me. And now here we are, I've, I'm making something of myself and she's still number one, you know, so it's, it's good to have her. I love her.
1: You have any other siblings?
0: Yeah, I've got two brothers and a sister, all younger than me.
1: All younger than you?
0: I'm the oldest. Wow. Yep. Uh,
1: for your mom, or is she able to attend your matches? Is there going to be any limitations with any upcoming fights or even with the one you just had?
0: Yeah, no, there's no fans allowed right now, so she's not able to come. She was at my other fights, but uh, this last one she wasn't at, and she, I'm sure she won't be at the next one either, not until they allow fans. But hopefully soon
1: when training, I, I love to to go to the space with professionals like yourself, what fuels you and gives you that clarity that you need when training, when practicing, when lifting weights, what's that steady mindset that keeps you? Going? Um,
0: I don't know. I think, I think I'm just in a routine of, of, of self-motivation. You know, I don't, there's, there's never like a, there's not really anything that makes me go like okay you better show up to the gym today like i just want to be at the gym like this is where i want to be anyways i would be doing it no matter what so it's really easy for me to get there i mean being great motivates me and it makes me uh, focus in practice financial security for me and for my family you know i want to i want to treat my family my mom my my siblings my aunts and uncles you know i want to treat them to a life of of financial freedom you know down the line so that makes me want to work really, really hard, um, so that I can get those those world championships and those big paychecks, and and uh, and treat them to that that kind of lifestyle. And then, uh, money aside, I want to be great. So, greatness is is a pretty motivating thing.
1: When it comes to your coaches, how confident are are they? And have you sat down with them and discussed how soon championship? would be on its horizon for you
0: um we haven't we, we haven't really talked about that um we're just taking it one fight at a time and we're just we're, we're focused on improvement and progress so in my head I, i'm ready of course um but we're just gonna keep keep leveling up you know each fight a little bit tougher a little bit tougher and uh keep training with world champions in the gym keep testing myself and um it'll happen when it happens you know
1: What's very impressive, especially during the climate of what we're all dealing with here in the world due to the pandemic, with your signing with bellator uh, and i don't I don't know much about the process when it comes to scouting, but from what i'm aware of is across the board in sports, whether you're already signed or not how How did this happen because there are so many restrictions and complications, especially when it comes to contract negotiations, that this was able to fall in such a way so late in a year during a pandemic for you.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, the – I don't know. I guess the – whatever you want to call it, the the things they would be scouting were, were already done before – you know, before the coronavirus, you know what I mean? My, my wrestling career and my amateur fighting career had already taken place, you know what I mean? So it wasn't like, you know, I, there was no limitations really at all. And it was just uh, a matter of, you know, working out a deal and my management reached out to them and we got a deal done and, and now we're here, you know, so the coronavirus didn't really Im- impact it. The only thing the coronavirus pandemic impacted was that i didn't get more fights in this year you know had but maybe it was a good thing for me though because had had that not happened i probably would have fought some professional fights um earlier this year at at regional promotions and instead i was put on hold because of the coronavirus pandemic and i ended up getting to make my pro debut on the big stage in bellator which was you know infinitely more uh exciting for me so it worked out
1: your recent uh over at ATT if remember that that was done back in what october you had some big interview going on i was watching a video of you um, let's
0: see here a couple
1: yeah top ATT prospect cody cody law happy with pro debut with bellator it was yeah. just mma it was on mma junkie youtube that was a good interview you handled sure. yourself very well i'm going to say for 25 years old Um, something happen unless you're just set in this, you know, how to hold yourself. It, you're, you don't appear prepped, uh, coached. You just know how to go into it to be very grounded and to know how to hit those key points when questions are coming at you, but yet keep it very fluid. If, if that makes sense.
0: No, that's good. I mean, that's what I want. I'm not really focused on that or anything like I don't, uh, I don't get worked up or, or start thinking about what I'm going to say or anything. I just want to, I'm just being authentic. And I think that when, when I'm authentic, it takes care of itself. So, but it's good if people think that I'm doing a good job at it, that's good. Cause that's, that's half the battle in, in uh, sports and entertainment, right?
1: Absolutely. I mean, once again, you show up as yourself, you can't go wrong. And that's the number one thing that you would want in media and for whatever it's worth, you know, in your life, you've, you're, you're so seasoned. It's, it's amazing that you're 25. Cause I'm going to tell you, you've got the mindset of someone that would be in their thirties.
0: Well, I appreciate that. It's good to hear.
1: <laughs> and you still look 25, even with the beard. Yeah. Good. man. Good. <laughs> I'll be 25 for a while. Yeah, you will be. <laughs> um, what's personal life like, uh, dating and, and how do you, how do you, um, find balance with family and dating and uh fun with the friends and going out and decompressing
0: um uh, that's a tricky one man i don't know i i i spend most of my time in florida right now training and when i'm in florida i don't really i have no social life like the extent of my social life is texting back and forth maybe with my coaches about fights or hanging out with other other teammates or something but i don't go out in florida or doing something like that i'm I'm pretty disciplined out there and then every so often i get to come home like right i'm home right now for one week and so that one week that i'm home is where i where i get to be have a social life but it's hectic because there's so many people that i want to see there's so many friends my family all that kind of stuff and it's hard to squeeze it all in like i'm literally drive from one place see one person drive to the next place see that person schedule this do that trying to spend time with my family as well I'm supposed to be resting right cuz i just had a fight and i'm trying to fight again soon but it's hard to rest cuz you're trying to fit everything in so it's it's still something i'm trying to figure out you know i'm kind of still new to this this whole this whole thing but social life is you know it is what it is for, you have to make sacrifices if you want if you want great things in life sometimes so I'm sacrificing a little bit of social life right now for the future you know i should have a, a pretty good one
1: do you feel that it becomes overwhelming at times or you can feel a bit anxious or do you make it a point to tell yourself, slow down, stop, pause, take a moment?
0: I just roll with it, you know, like things don't always work out. It, it can it could get overwhelming, I guess, if I was like super, uh, super hung up on making everything happen, but things fall through or this doesn't work or I forget to do this or whatever. And it's just OK, whatever, you know, got to roll with it. If I get anxious about it it's gonna make things worse, so
1: the maturity is really impressive. Once again, <sighs> shout out to Crystal. You raised a great yeah. great kid. She's great- why she's the reason I am the way I am. <laughs> well, I, I I said kid, but let me correct that. Young man. Yeah.
0: Yes, yeah, twenty five.
1: Uh who would you like to give a shout out to?
0: Um, I'm not so good with shout outs. There's too many people. <laughs> there's too many great people, all the great, all, all the great people in my life. Shout out to all of them. Cause there's too many for me to say.
1: Well, we got but, your mom, Crystal. How about your coach? Yeah. Any of your coaches?
0: All my coaches are the best. All my Pittsburgh coaches, my American top team coaches. I just got to see almost all my coaches here in Pittsburgh. Just, just in the last 24 hours, I, I was supposed to see my, my other one Philip, and, uh, we had a little, we had a little miscommunication. We were supposed to meet at a coffee shop and, and he sent me the wrong one. There's two of them, and they're on opposite sides of the town. So we didn't we didn't make it work. But uh, hopefully this week we still will. Before I head back,
1: isn't that a bitch when that happens?
0: Yeah, it was rough. I'm like I'm driving around, and I'm like, man, <laughs> Philip, this doesn't look this doesn't look like the strip at all. And I was like, I'm by I'm by Carnegie Mellon. And he's like, oh my god, I sent you the wrong one. Shit. Oh. So it didn't happen. You brought,
1: you brought back memories when I lived in Vegas. Cause it's like when you make plans like that and end up on a wrong uh, <laughs> yeah. location, if you're not on the strip, a lot of people don't realize Vegas is huge. Yeah. Uh, and you can be in Summerlin area when you really needed to be like, uh, on the opposite end of Vegas. Yeah.
0: That's yeah, a, that's uh, a rough one.
1: <laughs> uh, To let everyone know who's tuning in and who will be listening to this uh, next week, this episode, as well as you can catch this uh, on Spotify and all other platforms. I want to give a super shout out and thanks to Cody Law, his mom, Crystal, his coaches and everyone. And uh, this is an introductory interview of Cody Law. He's got a lot of great things that are on the horizon Uh, I'm, I'm going to say he's a champion already got one great win under his belt signed with Bellator. He's going to have many other wins and championships that are out there. So with that being said, Cody, give some plugins where, where are you mostly, um, out there online? And if someone were to want to connect with you or become a sponsor, where would that happen?
0: Yeah. Instagram, I think is my best one. That's Cody law. MMA is my handle. Um, and they have my contact info linked to my Instagrams
1: for sponsorships or anything. I take it.
0: Uh, yeah, reach out to me and, uh, or my management is first round management, uh, Malky and Abe Kwai. Uh, they handle that as well for me.
1: First round management. Cody stay on the line. Thank you very much for joining us today. Live on air with Stephen Quok on power 98.5. And I have to say, This is Cody's first official radio interview. That's right. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate (laughs) you. You're very welcome. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Cody Law. Friend us on your socials
0: and let's connect.